Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ. A blessed Sunday to us all. How are all of you doing? We have been praying for all of you. We know that it hasn't been easy the past few weeks with COVID cases continuing to be high and hospitals continues to be overwhelmed. It is so hard not to live in fear and worry every day. But in the midst of all these troubles that we are facing, every Sunday, we have been given a glimpse of comfort, a day of rest from all the work and worries we face each day. When we come together and worship our God together, we experience His rest and we are refreshed, given new hope and strength to face the challenges ahead. Such is the gift of Sabbath, a day of rest that can only be found in the Lord. Today, as we continue our journey through the book of Leviticus, we are going to learn more about the, this very unique day that is only taught in the Bible, which God commanded his people to observe. So if you have your Bibles with you, please turn them with me to Leviticus chapter 23, verse 1 to 3. Leviticus chapter 23, verse 1 to 3. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the people of Israel and say to them, These are the appointed feasts of the Lord that you shall proclaim as holy convocation. They are my appointed feasts. Six days shall work be done, but on the seventh day is a Sabbath of solemn rest, a holy convocation. You shall do no work. It is a Sabbath to the Lord in all your dwelling places. May God bless the reading of his word. In the three verses we have just read, we see God commanding his people through Moses to observe the Sabbath. The Sabbath is to be kept holy, observed every seventh day of the week. It is a day where work is prohibited and is to be dedicated as a day solely for worshiping the Lord. But what is the significance of the Sabbath? Why is it to be strictly observed by God's people? What is its purpose in the life of Israel? When you read chapter 23 of the book of Leviticus, you will understand that the Sabbath day is part of the different feasts that God established in the Jewish calendar for the Israelites to celebrate. These feasts include the Passover, the Feast of the First Fruits, the Feast of Weeks, the Day of Atonement, and etc. But what is the purpose of these feasts? If you study the text, you will understand that God established these feasts to stand as an experiential symbol for His people. Why symbols? What is a symbol and what is its function? In the biblical time, and even in our times, a symbol Symbols are used as a reminder. Symbols help remind us of our values, our identity, and even our history. One of the most common examples of a symbol is the flag. The Philippine flag tells us of the nation's history. And as a symbol, they help us remember our history. It serves as a reminder for the Filipino people. Likewise, God established these festivals as a symbol to remind the people who He is 
and what he has done for them. Like the Passover, which reminds the Israelites how God rescued them from Egypt. And the communion, which reminds us today of our, of our Lord's sacrifice. Therefore, the Sabbath, as a part of these festivals, is a symbol to remind the people who God is and what he has done. And what does keeping the Sabbath day holy, uh, what does keeping the Sabbath holy reminds us? That we have a holy God. That's right. Just like our moral actions must reflect the holiness of God, there are special days that are to be kept holy also to re reflect God's holiness. And that is the Sabbath. Everything boils down to God's holiness. And what God wants his people to understand is that living with the holy God requires keeping the Sabbath day holy. Living with the holy God requires keeping the Sabbath day holy. Keeping the Sabbath is not an option. It is a requirement if you consider yourself a child of God. Now let us continue to learn about the Sabbath and understand its significance in our lives as the people of God. A preacher drove by a field one Sunday morning to see a farmer and a church member at work harvesting his crops. So the pastor approached the farmer to lecture him, saying, Brother, don't you know our Creator made the world in six days and rested on the seventh day? The farmer answered him, Yes, I know all about that, Pastor. Then the preacher asked, Then why are you still working if you know God rested? The farmer answered, Well, because God finished his work on the sixth day, but I didn't. You know, scholars have found no trace of the practice of Sabbath in any other ancient culture. Other, celebrate, uh, other cultures celebrate special days in a year, but never in a weekly basis, basis like the Sabbath. The earliest idea of Sabbath is found in the book of Genesis. Therefore, Sabbath is quite unique to Israel. After God created the world in six days, Genesis chapter 2 tells us that God rested on the seventh day, and so he blessed it and made it holy. This is the motivation God gave Moses for the fourth commandment in the book of Exodus. Exodus 20 verse 8 to 11 says, Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter, your male servant or your female servant or your livestock or the sojourner who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. You see, just as God rested on the seventh day of creation to enjoy his marvelous creation, the Sabbath day is an invitation for us to enjoy God and his creation as well. According to the Westminster Shorter Catechism, it asks, what is the chief end of man? And it answers, man's, man's chief end is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. The chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy him 
forever. This is why we are created, to give glory to our Creator who graciously gives us all things and to enjoy His presence and blessings forever. That is why, interestingly, the first six days of creation has a beginning and an end. It, it indicated by the words, and there was evening and there was morning the next day. But the seventh day does not. God and His creation was meant to be enjoyed by His creation forever. But, unfortunately, this was not the case. Man sinned against God and thrown and was thrown out of God's beautiful creation. And instead of rest, humanity was subjected to endless toil and hardship. But Sabbath invites us back to have a glimpse of what it was supposed to be. A time where we can come before God's presence and worship Him, and rejoice in all His blessings to us. That is why the Sabbath day is a day of holy convocation. Convocation is a, a gathering for God's people to come together and worship Him. That is what God wants from His people, to enjoy His presence and blessings, and to glorify Him in their lives. That is why the psalmist say in Psalm 34 verse 8, O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. You know, during this pandemic, my brother-in-law, Deacon Nelson, gave us hamsters as pets. It was supposed to be for my children, but I'm the one who ended up taking care of them. Besides from uh, hamster feeds, uh, I bought some seeds and treats to feed the hamsters. And I have so much fun letting them go to my hand and uh, watching them nibble their tasty treats. Aside from the running wheel where the hamsters run, I also bought them a seesaw and other playthings. And I enjoy sitting by the cage just watching the hamster play. You know, just as I enjoy taking care of our hamsters, I believe God enjoys it when we enjoy His blessings to us. Not that we are His pets. No, we are more than that. We are His children. And even though we live in a problematic world filled with so much hardships and challenges, God gave us the Sabbath that we might experience and remember His goodness and enjoy His presence and His blessings. Brothers and sisters, are you keeping the Sabbath every week to worship God and enjoy His presence? If you are not, then let me tell you that you are missing out a lot in your life. You are missing out what God has in store for you. As people of God, we are commanded to observe the Sabbath, not as a burden, but a privilege. A privilege to come before God and be in His presence, showered in His love and mercy as we worship Him with praise. You know, I don't know about you, but I miss coming to church every Sunday to worship God together with all of you once again. I think we might have already taken it for granted before that we can come to church every Sunday. To some of us, it might have already become a burden. But now that we haven't been able to do it for over a year already, we realize how great a privilege it is to be able to come to church every Sunday to worship God together. Yes, we can 
have online worship in the comfort of our own homes now. But I am not contented. I want to go back to church where I can put all my focus on worshiping God and praising Him for who He is and what He has done with no distractions. Brothers and sisters, Sabbath is an invitation to enjoy God and His creation. That is what we are commanded to do. This is what we are created for, to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. And that is what Sabbath points us to. And that is why living with the Holy God requires keeping the Sabbath day holy. So, let us observe the Sabbath by coming to God in worship every week and praising Him for all the blessings that He has given to us. Next, in the book of Exodus, God points to creation, to the creation event as the basis for observing the fourth commandment. But in the book of Deuteronomy, God points to a different event. Let's read Deuteronomy 5, verse 12 to 15. It says, Observe the Sabbath day to keep it holy as the Lord your God commanded you. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter or your male servant or your female servant or your ox or your donkey or any of your livestock or the sojourner who is within your gates, that your male servant and your female servant may rest as well as you. You shall remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God brought you out from there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. Here, the Lord points us to another important event in the Bible's salvation history as the basis for observing the Sabbath, and that is the Exodus, where God rescued Israel from slavery in Egypt. You see, for more than 400 years, the Israelites were slaved in Egypt. They were subjected to hard labor without rest. But now that they have been already freed by God from their oppressors, Therefore, they are not to live as slaves anymore, working without end. They are free men. They can rest. And the Sabbath reminds them to rest because they have been freed. Therefore, the Sabbath is an invitation to live in freedom, freedom in God. According to Leviticus, the Sabbath is to be a day of solemn rest. From the Pentateuch and the whole Old Testament, it is discovered that the kinds of work not permitted on the Sabbath included plowing and harvesting, preparing food by baking and gathering, uh, baking and boiling, making a fire and gathering of wood. Carrying loads was forbidden, and buying and selling were also outlawed. But in spite of these restrictions, Observing the Sabbath is very liberating. For not only are the landowners given rest, but also their servants and their animals. Through the Sabbath, God recognizes the right of all laborers, regardless of their status, to periodic times of rest. Even the animals are to rest. 
This loss frees all workers from daily toil to enjoy the results of their labor and the world God has created for them. Even the land is given rest during the sabbatical year and the year of the Jubilee. And this teaches the people that as God has freed the Israelites from slavery, they are not to treat others as slaves as well. They are to give their servants rest during the Sabbath. And that is why there is a release of slaves for those who wants to be released every sabbatical year. God wants his people to, re to release their slaves because God himself redeemed them while they were slaves in Egypt. Therefore, there should be no slaves among them because God has bought them out of the land of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Deuteronomy 15, verse 15 says, Remember that you were slaves in Egypt and the Lord your God redeemed you. That is why I give you this command today. And that is why the Sabbath day is the weekly reminder of God's deliverance of Israel from Egypt. They have been given a day of rest to remind them that they are no longer slaves anymore. But you know, sadly, Israel continued to live as slaves even though they have been freed by God by breaking the Sabbath day. Remember in the book of Ezekiel last year? Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 23 to 24. It says, Moreover, I swore to them in the wilderness that I would scatter them among the nation and disperse them through the countries because they had not obeyed my rules but had rejected my statutes and profaned my Sabbath and their eyes were set on their father's idols. Because Israel, instead of living as freedmen, kept breaking the Sabbath, God brought them back to slavery. But now, not in Egypt, but in Babylon. And many times we are like the Israelites. Even though we are freed, we continue to live as slaves when we don't observe the Sabbath. When we work 24-7, or when we keep our businesses open seven days a week, we work as if our lives depend on it. We work as if we are slaves, slaves to our work and our business. And we subject others to slavery as well. But when we observe the Sabbath and rest just as God commanded us to do, we are acknowledging that we are indeed been freed. We are acknowledging that we have been freed by God from the slavery to this world and to sin. Sabbath is an invitation to live in freedom. And that is why living with the Holy God requires keeping the Sabbath holy. Because God has already freed His people from slavery. Brothers and sisters, are you living as free men? Or are you living as slaves? We have already been freed by God from slavery. I hope that you won't live as slaves to your work or your business. And you won't subject others to work as slaves for you. Practice rest in your life. For God has given us a time of rest by resting on the Sabbath. UECP, let us observe the Sabbath. It is an invitation to rest. It is an invitation to live in freedom. So far, we have learned 
that Sabbath is an invitation to, God, uh, to enjoy God and His creation, and that Sabbath is an invitation to live in freedom. But Sabbath is much, is much more than these. Sabbath is an invitation to be God's people. An invitation to be God's people. The Sabbath is a sign of God's covenant with his people. In Exodus 13, 1 verse 13 to 14, it says, You are to speak to the people of Israel and say, Above all, you shall keep my Sabbaths. For this is a sign between me and you throughout your generations, that you may know that I, the Lord, sanctify you. You shall keep the Sabbath because it is holy for you. Everyone who profanes it shall be put to death. Whoever does any work on it, that soul shall be cut off from among his people. You see, just like circumcision, the Sabbath is a sign of God's covenant with Israel. And what is God's covenant with Israel? What is the covenant? The covenant is that God will be their God, the Lord will be their God, and they will be his people. And observing the Sabbath is a symbol of Israel's special relationship with Yahweh. It is a symbol of Israel's special relationship with Yahweh. As I mentioned earlier, no other ancient culture or religion practices the Sabbath. It is unique to Israel. Therefore, Israel observing the Sabbath makes them distinct from their foreign neighbors. And for Israel, keeping the Sabbath keeps their covenant with the Lord strong. Keeping the Sabbath is acknowledging that the Lord is their sanctifier and their provider. The Sabbath is also a sign of their trust in the Lord. When they observe the Sabbath, it shows that they trust that God will provide for their needs, even if they don't work on the Sabbath. That is why during the sabbatical year, even if they don't farm or harvest for a whole year, God says that the sixth year, the sixth year's harvest will be enough to supply them for two years. But sadly, many times, God's people break the Sabbath because they do not trust the Lord. That is why this displeases God. In Exodus 16, verse 27 to 29, we see an example of this. It says, On the seventh day, some of the people went out to gather, but they found none. And the Lord said to Moses, How long will you refuse to keep my commandments and my laws? See, the Lord has given you the Sabbath. Therefore, on the sixth day, he gives you bread for two days. Remain each of you in his place. Let no one go, to, go out of his place on the seventh day. Sabbath is an invitation to be God's people. It is an invitation to trust. It is a sign of God's covenant with us. When we observe the Sabbath, we are acknowledging that He is our God and we are His people. Observing the Sabbath shows that we trust Him to provide for our every need and therefore we can rest in Him. You know, I learned the value of the Sabbath from my first roommate while I was in Singapore Bible College. His name was Enrico, and he was from Holland. We were also classmates in Greek class. And every Sunday after coming home from church, I always see him relaxing 
resting the whole day. And I remember asking him once if he already finished our Greek assignment and all his other papers because he was so rested and relaxed. And he told me, not yet. But he told me he always makes it a point to rest every Sunday after church, for it is his Sabbath day. He believes that even though he does not do any work every Sunday, God will give him the strength and the time he needs to finish his assignments on other days. And true enough, he always finishes assignments, and he is one of the best in our Greek class. Indeed, being God's people, God will always provide us what we need. We only need to trust and obey. And we trust and obey by observing the Sabbath. Brothers and sisters, I cannot stress enough the importance of observing the Sabbath as the people of God. It is a sign that we are indeed the people of God. That is why living with the Holy God requires keeping the Sabbath day holy. Sabbath is what God desires for His creation. He wants us to enjoy Him and, and enjoy His creation and experience rest. But sadly, we continue to rebel against God. We reject and we forfeit the Sabbath God offers us. And instead, we subject ourselves to slavery. That is why the world lives in misery and without satisfaction because it does not experience God's Sabbath. But God is not yet done with his creation. He's working to bring his creation back to him to experience his rest, an eternal Sabbath, just as he intended from the beginning of creation. He is working to free his people from the slavery of sin and death. And the Apostle Luke tells us, God's liberator has come. God's liberator has come. He came before the people on a Sabbath day to proclaim that he has come to bring the ultimate Sabbath to his people, saying, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. The year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And while the eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him, he began to say to them, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. Brothers and sisters, let me tell you this wonderful news. The Lord of the Sabbath has come. The Lord of the Sabbath has come. And he offers rest to those who will come and trust in him. And his name? His name is Jesus. And he invites us all to find rest, to experience Sabbath in him. In Matthew 11, verse 28, it says, He says, 
Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. I will give you rest. Indeed, Sabbath is an invitation to enjoy God and His creation. An invitation to be free. An invitation to live as children of God. And Jesus is offering that invitation to us. He's inviting you and me to experience all of this in Him because He is the Lord of the Sabbath. He comes to bring Sabbath to all those who will trust in Him. That is why every Sunday we are strengthened and renewed because every Sunday we celebrate His resurrection and we are reminded that we have been freed from the slavery of sin and death when we trust in Him, the Lord of the Sabbath. Family and friends, are you weary and burdened? Is your life filled with trouble and sorrow? Are you tired and you want to give up? Then let me invite you to experience, to experience rest, to experience Sabbath in Jesus Christ. In Him you will find rest, you will find healing, and you will find life. Brothers and sisters, living with the Holy God requires keeping the Sabbath day holy. May we continue to experience Sabbath as we come to worship our God every week and proclaim our trust in Jesus, the Lord of the Sabbath. May we all find rest and freedom and life, life as a children of God through His Son, Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we are all tired. We are tired of this pandemic. We are tired of the troubles that it brings. We are tired from the worries and the fear of getting infected. Yet, Lord, we find comfort in you. We find com comfort every Sunday as we practice Sabbath in our lives. We, have, we experience comfort when we come and worship you and sing praises to you. We experience encouragement when we are reminded of the hope we have in you. Father, we pray that indeed we will experience true Sabbath in our lives. Help us, Lord, to enjoy you and your presence and your blessings to us. Help us, Lord, to experience rest, recovery for our bodies, for our hearts, for our minds, for we have been freed by you. And Lord, help us to live as the true people of God when we rest and trust in you. Father, we may, may we experience all of this. May we experience true Sabbath because you have already given us the Lord of the Sabbath. And he offers us rest. He offers to carry our burdens. And he carried all of it to the cross. So Father, we pray that every single day we will fix our eyes on him. May we find true Sabbath in Jesus Christ alone. May we find hope in Him. May we find rest. 
as we look forward to the eternal Sabbath you have in store for us. This is our prayer in the name of Jesus, the Lord of the Sabbath. Amen and Amen.